Strategy Simplified listeners, it's Naman here, COO of Management Consulted. I want to invite you to join me on Saturday, April 24th for a three-hour storytelling bootcamp. I'll be joined by a former McKinsey consultant who led storytelling training for analysts at the firm. You don't want to miss it. We'll cover how to drive executive action in meetings, emails, and decks, and how to be hypothesis-driven in your communication. This training will absolutely transform the way that you communicate internally and externally at work. Want to get started ahead of time? Download our free storytelling planning guide in the show notes. We'll see you on Saturday, April 24th for the Storytelling Bootcamp. You can find more details and purchase a ticket via the link in the show notes. Today's topic is women in leadership. And this one is really near and dear to my heart because I find that most of the messages around women in leadership have subtext. The subtext is either be more like a man or you're doing really badly. And I think it's incredibly important today to focus on three of the things that women do to hurt themselves in the workplace and four that we can do to more effectively tweak how we're perceived. Why does this matter to me? It's not how we're failing, how we're missing the mark, or how we should be more masculine. It's because success is a personal issue for me. When I started my career at Bain & Company, then I moved into entrepreneurial roles, and finally, I'm an owner of a company now. I've noticed that as a woman, I'm perceived differently, and I want those differences to be good. It matters to me that I'm heard. It matters that I'm taken seriously. And that's really the emphasis of our focus today. First of all, I want to start with a couple of the issues that may be common if you're facing them inside your organization or if you have a group of women that you're interested in training. First of all, the baseline of this research comes from a woman named Carol Kinsey Goman. She is a PhD and has done extensive research on gender equity. In addition, she's a contributor at Forbes. And what she's found in her research, that these are the perceptions of women. Again, I don't want to emphasize that these are problems that you have. And I even don't want to emphasize that they are problems in general. What I want to emphasize is that rather than focusing on changing culture, becoming more effective, at least in the short run, results in necessitating understanding some of the pitfalls. Number one, women can be perceived as overly emotional. Number two, women are perceived as meandering, not getting to the point, over-explaining or re-explaining themselves. Number three, women are seen as not authoritative. Instead of saying, this is the right solution, or I would recommend, women say, I believe, or here's what I think. They position themselves in a risk-averse way. These three workplace communication weaknesses are seen differentially with women and men, although whether they are in a woman or a man in the workplace, it could be perceived as a weakness. So what should women do to develop more direct communication without coming across as bossy? These are four tactics that we walk through in our training that's focused on communication for women in the workplace. Number one, it's really essential that women speak in the first two minutes of a call. It's essential that in the call or in the meeting, the women are speaking early because they're perceived as contributors, thinkers, and pioneers when they come across at the beginning. And it's important that that speaking is warm, but also direct. The second thing that's critical is that women lead with data. 
One of the most important insights that I gained from our women's group, which was active and powerful while I was at Bain, not only did we meet frequently, but we met in transformative ways, is that one of the women partners shared that how she led differently from her male colleagues was that instead of beginning meetings with chatter and communication, she started off with data and wove in chatter and communication later. It came across as direct, but also anchored in fact. Women need and should utilize more data earlier than men do in their communication. Number three, it's critical that women ask questions and let them linger. Asking questions once is important for creating more impact rather than reducing the impact of a single question that you ask. And four, finally, women need to close meetings with clear next steps that are balanced. What do I mean by that? Rather than saying, here's what I am going to do alone, women need to create vision for everyone who's in a meeting. So rather than saying, here's what I'm going to do, they would say, here's what we agreed on. You can do this, you would do this, and I will do this. So they're balancing out the ownership. Otherwise, women can have a tendency to take on more administrative and tactical tasks, therefore rendering them less powerful inside organizations. If you're interested in training women inside your organization, either through a women's group or another initiative that you're pursuing, to become more effective direct communicators without being perceived as bossy, I would love to help. We have a great training at Management Consulted, and you can find more on our website at managementconsulted.com. We'd love to help you and look forward to hearing from you in the near future. Thanks so much for joining.